the J Train Podcast. It's J Train, Jared Creek, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here every Monday and Thursdays with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Uh, let me just say it one more time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how it works. You might not know how this podcast game works. I'll tell you. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, then they do the favor again. But it's not a favor. That's called payment. That's the currency I deal in. I deal in ears, and I want a lot of ears. And summertime is the best time. This is podcast season, people. You might disagree, <laughs> but you don't know podcasts. I do. I'm the Prince of Promos, the Wizard of Ha, the Salt of Swipe. I know what I'm talking about, the board lord, the Conalingus czar. I know what I'm talking about, okay? This is the time of year where there's dead time. You're traveling to the beach, from the beach, from a parent's house, long road trips, sitting alone in your apartment. It's hot. You need something. To get your brain on the shelf, let Papa JT take the wheel. That's how it works. I give you an hour of oh, getting away from the screaming inside your own head. You're welcome. Let me say you're welcome. We got a great guest today. I'm so pumped. Uh, before we get into the guest, I'm doing an outdoor show. Charleston, South Carolina. That's right. Charleston, South Carolina, August 19th and 20th. The bar is called Uptown Social. That is a Wednesday, Thursday night. If you want to make this summer is one of those summers, everything got canceled. Okay, I need driving distance type trips to get myself away from the hellscape I've created at my own apartment. Well, here's an opportunity. Charleston, South Carolina, myself and Nimesh Patel, two comics, hilarious. You're going to have a great time. And it's at a fun bar where young people go. And it's going to be socially distanced. It's going to be outside. There's only 90 seats. So it's on my Instagram stories. Go, go, go. Get your tickets now. August 19th and 20th, Charleston, South Carolina. Very excited about today's guest. Uh, such a funny comic, a great guy. It, it's, it's been a while since I've seen him. I'm happy to see him here. Greg Warren, thank you for coming on. Hey, hey Jared, how you doing, man? Dude, I am great. It is good to see you. It's been a it's been a minute. Yeah, you're so you're in the Lower East Side there. I'm on the Lower East Side. That's I, where I that's where I lived uh, when I was in uh, in Manhattan, man. Did you yeah. like it down here? What did, what, I did. what was your it's it, what was your kind of takeaway from the area? Um, you know, kind of like uh, kind of a little bit older school New York. Um, yeah. I mean, I moved there from St. Louis, so it was all sort of new to me. But uh, I live like right in the heart. Yeah, you're in yeah. St. Louis now. Yeah, I am. I got in a street fight in the Lower East Side, man. What can what happened? A street fight? Yeah, I, I was mean, like, for, the, for those of you watching on YouTube, you can see Greg Warren doesn't look like the street fighting type. No, like, I don't. I don't see you picking fights. No, even though people should also know you are like a unbelievable wrestler. A long time ago, but, but uh, I mean, you wrestlers <laughs> always keep that. Uh, That's man, one of those. I'm 51, man. There's a lot I, that I haven't kept. I can assure I, you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you see a wrestler, they wrestlers and lacrosse players. 
they have this thing where they're not built. They they don't play any other sport. Like if yeah. you watch a, a lacrosse player or a wrestler shoot a basketball, you'd be like, "Oh, it's what terrible! Ha- what yeah. happened to that guy?" <laughs> yeah, I have zero <laughs> athletic ability except for in one sport. Yeah, and, and, I, it, yeah. and, and it's like you have this like one Swiss Army thing yeah. that like don't mess with you. But so what happened in the street fight? I was like walking down, um, down the I think it was First Ave or something, and. Um, and uh, this guy like just, just screams out like, "Hey, what are you looking at?" And I, uh, you know, I the turned most around. New York guy ever. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, he's like, "What are you looking at?" And I turned around, you know. Which, by the way, don't ever do that if you're in New York. Don't ever turn around. Like, even if it I, sounds like your mom, like that, that's not her. You know. And, I, uh, I, my mom does yeah. sound like that. Hey. <laughs> She has a pizza pie spinning on her finger. Right, right. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah so that it, was like a, my mom. it was like a crazy guy, right? You know, mm-hmm. it was like crazy guy. And uh, I, I like kind of blew it off, you know, and um, I think I shouted something at him. And then he came running up. He like got my face. So wait, like, you shouted something? You were like, you looked back and you were like, I'll take care of this street. Kind of like get just, you know, like, you yeah, know, get out of here, whatever. And uh so he he comes running up and he gets in my face because I was talking to you. What are you looking at? I got, you know, like I go, hey, man, I don't even know who you, you know, and then he, he jacked me like right in the face. Really? Just, yeah. And it was partly my fault from a point of I couldn't have put my face on a T better for him. Like I just sort of <laughs> served it up like right there. Like I'm like, I'm like, what are you like? Hey, right here. Right. Let me draw an X yeah, when yeah. you might want to hit me. And uh for, so for a split second, you know, I was like 45 at the time and I felt, you know, yeah. I hadn't fought or wrestled in a long time. And I felt like kind of a, you know, in New York, sometimes you're just in your own head. I felt like a victim. I was like, oh, I don't know sure. what I'm going to do here. I just should probably. And then I was like, wait a minute, man. I used to I practice fighting every day for 20 yeah. years. <laughs> and I just like um, I wrestled him like I shot like a like a single leg takedown to the right side and uh and he went right down like he sucked, Jared. He yeah, was, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> not a, a good rat. But no. d- probably never made it past districts, this guy. I, like, that, he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so he, uh, so then I just he was like, on the, he, didn't, he never made it to the varsity. No, you could tell. no, he yeah, was yeah, terrible. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and he was like, obviously, like, as I'm on top of him, like yelling at him, I'm figuring out, oh, this guy's like, a, he's on something, you know? And he's just, yeah. And he, but at first, he, he put everything he had into that one punch, and it was a pretty good punch. Sure. But after that, he had nothing. And I'm, like, yelling at him, screaming at him, and, and on top of him. Then I realized, wait a minute, this guy's he's, – he, he's, you know, he's just on something. And uh, Yeah. So it was, like, this weird – and then this dude walked by with a cell phone and started videotaping it. Oh, God. And, 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 Here comes and the paparazzi. That, yeah, then when I realized, like, oh, no, this is – I'm 45. I can't be street fighting. Like, I'm going to have to go to – it was more a – like – like a time thing. I was like, if I have to go to jail, it's going to be like four hours and I got shows tonight. And you know, it's like, that's, that's an adult fight. When I know. you're like, ah, oh, man, I got a dentist appointment yeah, later. I, don't I can't be do doing this. this. Yeah. So then I, I, I kind of like said something to like, get out of here. I don't want you to walk away, run away. Like talking like a maniac, you know? And then, and then it, the funny thing is that's when I realized like what New York was. Cause there was 80 people that walked by and like, just sort of were like, Oh yeah, yeah. It looks like Larry's losing today. Like no, no nobody said anything, man. Yeah. How, then, was it? Was it your like first year here, or was it? Yeah, like, it was real early in the process. Yeah, yeah. Because you got there's a point where you live in New York where you just become numb to those noises. 
Yeah, I mean, I it was funny because I yeah, I just don't. And I called a couple of my buddies. I remember calling. I, I think I called Vecchione like right mm. away, you know, and who's you know, and he, he's laughing about it. And then I call my brother, and he's like, "Oh, it's just the East Coast, man. You know, that just happens." <laughs> oh, not even New York, just the whole East, East Coast. Coast. That's all we do. That's what yeah. we do. We just yell at each other. That was my yeah. It could have been my grandmother. Could have been my dad. I don't know who. You know, all of us are like that. The hurtful thing was I called this guy like one of my buddies, and he's like, "Oh, dude, that's gonna be on YouTube, man. That fight's gonna be on YouTube." He goes. This is gonna this is gonna be the biggest thing in your career, man. This is gonna be this is the thing that breaks you. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man. I had a Comedy Central special. He's like, yeah, yeah it was okay, but this this is gonna be like <laughs> this is gonna be bigger. <laughs> That's I, hilarious. I, I thought it was okay, but it wasn't like this, man. This no, is gonna be the thing. You'll be known as Street Fighting Greg. <laughs> Yeah, going yeah. on the road, you guys will have to like travel together. You guys will have to do fake fights. Oh together. yeah, bring the guy. Yeah, bring, bring the, the guy. Yeah, <laughs> he opens. You yeah. fight, then you close. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. He was pretty strong. I think he might. I don't think I could follow that guy. I think he's closing the shows, Jared. <laughs> he's got a lot of good material. I, yeah. I, I'm pumped to have you on. Speaking of material, comedy. I remember when I met you. Like I was like, like I'm a fan, but I was in awe. Like you're, you, you've, you've. You, like, I loved watching you on stage. You have a oh, great thanks, way buddy. of uh, no, but I love your your sensibility. I love that you talk about family. Like, I I'm like a I'm a fan, so it's oh, cool thanks, to have buddy. you on the show. And I want everyone to go right now. Uh, Greg has a special on Amazon Prime right now, and you can find it. It's called Where the Field Corn Grows. Where did you tape it? What What's the process like? Amazon Prime, when a special goes on there, do people, you, you, like, how do you do it? Um, I, you know, I, so we shot it in uh, Edwardsville, Illinois. It's sort of all about farming and what I don't know about farming. Okay. Like, I, I just, and uh, they, the production company's like, yeah, they're out of LA and they're like, let's shoot it in LA. I'm like, no, man, I, I want farmers in the crowd for this. Like, this is sure. about, so we shot it, it like, in this small town is a really cool theater that was surrounded by farm communities. And i found this way to get like, uh, all these farmers there. And like, there was like a, a combine parked outside the theater and stuff. So <laughs> what uh, was the, what is it just by chance that you were just working through a lot of farm material? Not no, knowing, it, like what, what's the, <laughs> what, well, what's the thought process, you know? Well, like, it really, like it kind of happened. Like I was doing this show a while back in Iowa and, um, you know, I, I'm not a big crowd work guy, but, I, you know, every now and then for five minutes, I'll talk to the crowd and I, I there's a bunch of farmers and I go, what do you farm? The guy's like beans and I mm. go <laughs> like green beans and they all start laughing at me like I'm the dumbest, you know, like he thinks we go green beans an hour. That's a good one there, green bean. Green. <laughs> it, it was soybeans, which, yeah. which I don't know. I didn't know. Like, it, it, and by the way, like Jared, green beans. Not that ridiculous of an answer. It's no, a real no, food. no, no. I, I, I didn't say jelly beans or Mexican jumping beans. You know? No. I, also, soybeans, they're growing something that I would assume nobody in that part of the country eats. No, it's like all, it's, all, it's Yeah, well, soybeans are all, it's mostly for animal feed. I, I learned, okay. so, yeah, I learned, I, like, so I, it's just, I started telling that on store, on stage and it got a little, some laughs. And then, you know how you kind of mm. just find a seam? And I was like, wow. Yeah. Uh, and so I started talking more and more about it. And then my uh, a friend of mine, Jack Vaughn at Sirius, uh, was like, I told him the joke. He's like, you got to do all about that, man. I, and so I, I just so I went out and I like just went to farms and started 
talking and to doing people. shows at farms? No, no, no. That oh, hopefully- just- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you want a farm tour? Oh, you know, you- I was like, wow, this is crazy. Garrett, is- it may come to that. It may come to that. I don't know where Right now, we have no idea. Going. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But by you the just way, ta- by the way, man, that, that show in Charleston, that's going to, uh, you and Nimesh, man, that's an awesome Dude, show, man. I appreciate man. that. Thank I you, man. I you guys. Those guys are really funny comics. And uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Charleston. It's one of the coolest places there I've, is. I've been, a friend of mine opened the bar that we're doing okay. the show at. Yeah. And that's kind of why the opportunity came up. The food. The southern the food. food. Oh, it's so good, man. Yeah. The food, not just the southern food. In Charleston, there's a like foodie culture. So they'll be like, yeah. like I've, I've been in Charleston and someone will be like, you got like we were like we got to go to this Greek place and I'm like yeah. what I was like I thought like what what are we doing <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, I, yeah. I, but but I I love what you're saying and you you went to farms to like just talk to them so that you could think of material yeah 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 uh, just to just cause, just to see like what I didn't know and it was uh, you know how it is man like because the farmer would be like. A couple of them were like trying to be jokey, and I'm like, no, 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 sure. no, just, just, I just want to talk about it. And then, because if you go to you're five just trying farms, to learn about it, you want yeah. to learn about it, yeah. And then two months later, there's a little seam that you're like, okay, that's something that I know. I and then right away, like one of the things I asked this guy about crop rotation, like you can't yeah. plant the same crop on the same piece of land mm-hmm. two years in a row. It's bad for the soil. Okay. So I I asked him about that, and then he just goes. uh he goes, uh, oh no, you don't, you don't go bean on bean. You can't, you can't go bean on bean. That's, See, uh, this that's is just, uh, that's you don't go bean. That's not farming right there. That ain't, that ain't. So I was like, okay, I know there's something. So I, like, I, I know there's something there. Like, you know how you, you just find a, a little. You scene. hear bean on bean, and you're like, okay, there's five minutes. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, just, I, I think we have something on bean on bean. You know. So I, 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 I would just want to tell the listeners because this isn't a comedy podcast we're gonna get to the emails jtrainpodcast.gmail.com it's go we're gonna go through the emails but i want to let people know that how hard it is i think what you're what like i have that dream of like i was talking about like uh so i had um i had one bit where i was like i want to make that i was telling someone i was like i want to make that the whole hour like that one subject and i was like and then i started you know talking a little bit on stage and i was like man 30 seconds of that of that fucking 10 minutes I talked about that one subject worked. So it is so but that but hard. that'll that that but but that 30 that's how it all starts, right? I've that's seen how, like that's you know the gra- I've seen like Brian Regan like go you, he starts on the subject and then you, you then he's nine levels deep on on this subject that you know it just takes a while to, it, it, to that's, do, you know. That's like the goal but like to hear that you're you have a special out <laughs> Doing that, that's so amazing, and I want everyone to go watch it. And I would say to you right now, Greg Warren is a fantastic comic. I am a huge fan. But I think this is one of those specials, and you can tell me if you're wrong, and I mean this as the greatest compliment in the world. You can watch it with your whole family. If you're sitting with your dad and your mom in a situation where you moved home, uh, this is something to put on TV. Go to Amazon Prime and look up Greg Warren's name. It's called Where the Field Corn Grows. Would that be correct? Or Yeah, like- yeah, no, it's, it's uh, I mean, yeah, I've had a, I think it's G-rated. I promise it's not lame, but it is, <laughs> like, you could watch it with your kids, man. Yeah, no, but that's, just- that's <laughs> like, that's an amazing thing to know that you can throw on a special and you got, uh, your boy J Train is telling you right now you're gonna have fun watching it 
with the whole crew and you're all going to become a fan. So I want you guys to all go follow Greg on Instagram at GRockWarren. It's going to be all over my Instagram and the special Where the Field Corn Grows. It's on Amazon Prime. If you go to Greg's website, you can find all the places to watch it. GregWarrenComedy.com. Are you ready to do some emails? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to try my best, man. Yeah, I, uh... Dude, are you, you're going to be great. You you said before we started you were a little nervous. What, how, What's your situation? You, you said you're single. Yeah, man. I haven't been in a relationship in years. I'm 51, and I just, you know, for better or worse, it just hasn't been a part of my life in a long time. And Why I was listening think- to you. I was listening <laughs> to one of the podcasts. I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to let Jared down here, man. These guys. <laughs> Because I'm talking, you know, like talking to one of your boys. You guys are, you know, I was in the game a while, a while back, sure. and I was like, "All oh, these guys, I know these guys. They're they're in the game." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh man, I, I so well, so I'm gonna I, try I, my best." I think people would love to hear, uh, you know, a 51 year old man's perspective on these things. Uh, is is when's when's the last time you went on a date? Uh years, years, man. Yeah, just, why is yeah. why do you think that is? You know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's probably some some problems, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can hide behind like it is a weird thing. Like when you're traveling, it's comedy, weeks travel. A year, yeah, yeah. But I can't completely hard. hide behind. I guess what I would tell you is as you get a little older, it still comes up in your mind. Like it's st- like it's still like, hey, man, yeah, I'm interested in that. But it's not as often as it used to, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it used to be like, you know, when I was in my early 30s or, you know, even in all in, in my 30s, like you wake up like this is the thing that's the most important thing that, that, that this is the most important. Now it's like eh, every now and then. And it's like, uh, yeah, but I like there's there's about two days out of the week where I'm like, ah, I just don't feel very good, you know, and then, <laughs> and then the other day of the week, I'm tired. And then like. That Thursday, I'm like, yeah, man, this this would be something I would really want to do, and I'd be like, yeah, but I'm on the road, and and there's not anybody around, so it's so, I got to so, make it a priority. You know? Well, you know, do you um, have you ever been married? No, no. Have you ever been close? No, I mean, there there's a couple times where I was I I wish, and this is what I, I what I really want to give advice about is like because I've heard some of your callers, I'm like, there's there's you know there's like five or six girls where I, I look back and I'm like. Man, I'll tell you one. There was, I, I, you know, when I was on the road in my early mm. 30s, like mm. um, I can't remember or maybe mid 30s, but I was in Minneapolis and I was at this this comedy show and there's this girl that I met and we kind of hooked up and I'm like, and she, she was one of the most beautiful, cool girls I've ever remembered, you know, like being involved with. And part, and I, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I, was, I, I got her number, you know, we, we got, we hit it off. There's, she, she looked, she was beautiful. And um, I still remember she looked kind of like Cameron Diaz in a way. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, that, yeah. that's, that's as and, hot and, as it gets. She was, yeah. and then, she was literally something about Mary, the the one everyone was coveting. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, and and uh, and for some reason she was dumb enough to you know want to make out with me. Uh, so and but I, I remember just thinking like, oh yeah, this is great. And then. I was in the next city and I'm like, ah, you know, I'll just maybe give her a call. And then you just like move to the next city and you move to the next city. And then, and, and then you get in, you're like, ah, there's this other girl. And like, I'm, that's where a lot of my advice is going to be. Like, if you see a seam, you need to try to see where that's going to go. Yeah. Give it a shot. I mean, yeah, give it a shot. Yeah. That's, I, I think like, you know, we have a lot of women that write in and yeah. they, you know, and, and sometimes 
they'll look back and be like, th- th- there's, especially when women start getting a certain age when they're writing into this podcast, they're like, there's a little bit of social thoughts on that do you have that thing in you where you're like i'm 51 and like is it hard to go on a date and like say to someone like no i've never been married like do they like ask more questions do you feel any of that i'm pretty i'm pretty honest guy like i don't care you know i I mean yeah if that if that that bothers them i don't care you know i'm sure i'm sure some people think it's weird but it's you you know and i and part of me thinks it's weird you know but uh, (laughs) (laughs) even saying that is normal Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. All right, man. Um, why? Uh, yeah, there's probably some few a few things wrong with me, but. Uh. <laughs> well, I think you're great. I'm pumped to have you here. I want everyone to go check out the special because it's, it's. I can. I'm guaranteeing right now you're gonna love it. Where the field corn Thanks, grows. Buddy. Amazon Prime at G Rock Warren. Grock Warren. Why is it G Rock Warren on Instagram? You know, it's one of those dumb. Like it was a joke. Uh, oh. That I had like uh, like I it was like one of my first jokes where I was like okay. it was back when there was albums and I was like I bought this rap rap album and I took it up at the register and you know they ask you all those questions when you want to buy stuff you know like what's your name uh, sure. Greg Warren what's your street name uh, G Rock Greg Greg no no dummy the name of the street that you live on like uh, uh, <laughs> we're Spring Meadows. You know, yeah. <laughs> and then and then like there's like there's like a meme on the Internet that happened a few years back that was basically that joke. So you're like, all I right, mean, well, that joke doesn't need to be around anymore. But the story yeah. of, of most jokes right now, they end yeah, up yeah. somewhere on someone's Instagram page. Let's do some emails. Have the feels for my friend. What to do? OK, Jared Feather Feather. I'm in my mid 30s and for about the past year have been friends with this guy who is a few years younger than me. We met through mutual friends, and I definitely found him attractive and easy to talk to from the first time we met. We previously only hung out with our mutual friends until the beginning of this year when just the two of us started to hang out. Of course, this time together uh, diminished during stay-at-home orders, but once restrictions were lifted, we hung out again, and he suggested we make it a weekly dinner. Of course, I was on board to do that. We have been pretty good about keeping the weekly plans, but I'm typically the one initiating the hangouts, which is either dinner, dinners or d- dinners at my place. We have similar interests, laugh a lot when we're together, and he says that he likes spending time with me. However, nothing remotely sexual has ever happened between us, and holy crap, do I want it to. Some background. We are both working on advancing our careers, which is requiring a lot of time outside of work for each of us to study for tests in a couple months. He has said that he is not dating while he is studying. Also, historically, a lot of his close friends have been and still are females. What I want is to finally sleep with him and date him. Currently, I am spending the time together as friends because he is truly a good friend. I have also continued to try to date other people. Don't know if you've heard, but it's hard during a pandemic. (laughs) My questions, would he be taking the time out to spend time with me every week if he didn't uh, have more than friendly feelings for me? Should I wait until we have taken our tests and then let him know how I feel? Hope to hear your words of wisdom. Yours truly friend zoned question mark. Greg, what do you think of this situation? Well, I, you know, I, re- I really empathize with her. You know, that's, a, that's yeah. a, you know, because you're, you're sort of in this thing where it's like um, it sounds like it's a good friend, right? She really likes the guy, but y- you can't. So so the chances of, if she says something uh, and it's not reciprocated, maybe you, maybe you 
lose a little bit of a friendship. You um, lose the yeah, you that is the that's the the risk of the talking to your friend is that the the parachute of love will not open. Yeah. Um, and you fall on your face. And and that's kind of but I I think like it's very relatable what you said in the beginning of the podcast of like you know, go for it. Yeah. You know, like like you, you know this idea of um you know, where she says the one thing I see in her email that I kind of disagree with um, is that I that uh, however um, that we are truly friends. I don't think you're truly friends. You know, like you, you're hanging out with him and you said, I want to sleep with him. I want to date him. Yeah. So you're using the 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 label of friendship to kind of maneuver in a way to get towards dating. Right. Yeah, that's, you know, um, it sounds like they enjoy each other's company or whatever. Sure. I'm trying to put myself, you, you know, if I was that guy, I probably, you know, I, maybe he's a guy that's afraid to make a move. Um, yeah. So she should probably, she, I, women tend to be able to pick up on that a little bit, though. Like, um, sure. If he's, is, is he afraid to make a move? If it's that guy, then maybe you need to nudge him a little bit. Um, maybe here's. He, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, go what ahead. Were you about man. To say? Go ahead. What were you going to say? You need to interrupt, man, because you. <laughs> because I, but, but let's you say. Have better let's advice say, than me. No, it's not better. I, I'm saying my question to you is would you take this time away? If you were. You're, you're on the road. You have this woman who every Tuesday. You're like, every Tuesday, when I'm back at home in St. Louis. I want to get together for dinner. Yeah. Would you make time for someone that you weren't sexually attracted to in between a busy schedule? I, I not maybe not every Tuesday. Probably not every Tuesday. I you agree. Know, I, I don't think so. Now there are like I, I do have friends that are girls. These girls I went to high school with, and we go, you know, we go hang out. But it's usually not with one. You know, it's it's usually mm -hmm. not one girl. Um, and it's also not one of those things where like a plan necessarily needs to be made. Like I have a lot of female friends. Hey, I'm out right now. Are you, are you do? I saw that you're out or, you know, I'm, I'm actually in the area. Like, like the real friendship is canceling on someone and they don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> you know, or yeah. like, or there's no intrusion of time right now because they're planning this out so much. And she, and I understand why she's planning it out. She's playing out because she's like, I want to make sure I get FaceTime in front of him once a week. I have an opportunity to show him what a great significant other I can be. That's why I'm like, you're not really, quote unquote, you're friends. But I, I think there's like something else, like to call it a pure friendship, it, it's not true. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess here's my advice. And again, take it with a grain of salt. Please, no. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm like, is, is uh, if it's something you truly want, at some point, you're going to probably have to put it out there. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you do that, there's a risk of maybe he, he, there's a risk that maybe he's not into it or maybe, uh, you know, and maybe the friendship goes away for a little while. OK. Mm -hmm. um, and, and and if that does happen, you got to know, you, you, you know, you're that that just wasn't the right guy. Like, it's, it's not a reflection of you. And it may it may sting a little bit. But sure. I, that's the one thing like I've I've taken risks in all parts of my life, but not in relationships. And one thing I've learned about you know, about failure or pain is like your recovery time gets better. You know, like you remember yeah. when you used to have a bad set when you first started, you carried it around for six months. Totally. Now 
you have a bad set, it still stings. You're still like, I God, I hate myself. God. Yeah. But you wake up the next morning, you're done with it. Okay. Yeah. So I think the problem with me re- with relationships that I wish I would have got stung a little bit more because y- y- you know, or just put it out there, taking more risks. I'm not going to say it's not going to sting if she if, if he's not doesn't reciprocate and that's a chance it could happen. He may not be the guy that's into you, um, but yeah, you're, it's going to sting. But if you do that enough, you're going to find the right guy and your your recovery time is going to get way, way better. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think when she says, should I wait until we've taken our test? No, you know, the if anything we've seen. You know, with the pandemic and quarantine, life can change in two days. Yeah. In, in one second. So, like, and, and also then the conversation changes. It starts at, hey, uh, we're doing these weekly dinner things. I'm going to put it out there. I'm really India, and I'm enjoying our time together. I'd love for this to be a little bit of a different thing. I do think the hangouts have to change. I don't think it can be the weekly pasta night. I think he <laughs> has to like, I think he's got to like put a little effort in this to make yeah. it feel good. Um, I think at that point you have to say to him, here's my, you have my number. If you want to make a, take a chance on this with me and do something different, uh, I'm here for it. Yeah. But, I'm not going to push you and I'm going to like back away a little bit. Just like you said, you might lose it for a little bit. But I would also say to her, the conversation changes because there is a point where this guy and I know he doesn't mean to be doing it, but he is using you. He he if he's making weekly dinners with you and going, I'm not dating at all and just hanging out with a single person every week for dinner. And you can't ignore the reality of a male female relationship. You, you know, like you can't sit there going, yeah. well, I th- I, we're just doing dinner every week. Well, I have to let you know that this takes up space in my mind yeah. that I could be putting towards someone else. And I have to be able to get over that hump. Yeah. And, and I do want to say, and it's, it's, it's some, it may be a little bit, I don't mean to be hurtful, but it, no. in my experience, the guy, in, there are some guys that just like me that are just like, I'm kind of interested, but I don't know. I just not. I'm just not making any kind of moves in my life right now. It also may be a guy that's like, he does see you as a friend, and uh, if that's the case, you know, he's the wrong guy. Um, uh, in my experience, he he might have tried tried something by now. Uh, listen, listen, that, that, that could that, be the case. But if he is, saying, he, you're 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 great. You're you're fantastic. Just there's another guy. You know what what you just said is absolutely true. And I'll I'll I, you know, some people some. You know, some some situations are a bigger mountain to climb than people want to do. So saying to him, like, like he probably knows you guys could go from this to dating to a relationship very quickly. But with a relationship, he's got to sign up for the chance of dating someone, putting investing time and effort. And he might be a lazy person who doesn't want to do that. So, again, what you said in the beginning where it's like, hey, he might like you enough, but not enough to push through that. Then you kind of then he's getting he is using you. He's getting something out of this where he gets attention from a good-looking girl that he likes getting attention from and he goes home and he fucking, you know, masturbates and gets over it. And he says, "Well, the masturbation you know cost me less time and effort than than actually dating someone." Which a, a lot of people do. The J Train podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. MeUndies wants to talk about your underwear. Like, seriously, they have a lot of feelings about it and want to chat with anyone who will listen. So here it goes. 
Meandies just wants everyone to feel comfy as heck with the freedom to express themselves. That's why they make the world's softest undies in classic colors and fun prints like dinos, orcas, bees, cherries, and surfboards. Whatever you put on every day, they want you to be as comfortable to be you. Don't be ashamed of your underwear drawer anymore. I'll say this. I love MeUndies. I love putting them on. I love that they come in different colors and patterns, and they're comfortable. You, The one thing that makes you walk a little bit more comfortably is underwear. That is a thing. It affects your whole mood. It affects your whole day. Why not have a great pair? And right now, you have an old pair in your drawer. So let me, let me introduce to you the underwear conveyor belt. You get the MeUndies membership. MeUndies membership is a monthly subscription that sends new pairs right to your door so you can keep your undies drawer full, fresh, and fun. So, plus with a member access to site-wide savings and exclusive sales, you can easily and affordably build a quality collection of super soft undies over time. And that's one heck of an undies upgrade if you ask me. So, what you do is you sign up for the MeUndies uh, membership. Every month, a new one comes and the old one gets thrown away. That's it. And you don't feel as bad about throwing something away because you're like, oh, wait, I'm not going to be left without underwear. And I know for a fact I'm guilty of this, too. We all have a pair of underwear that's that's ready to go. It's time to say goodbye. Time to grow up. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. The J Train podcast uh, is offering for any first timers. You'll get 15 percent off and free shipping. Wow. That's 15% off and free shipping. Just go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. No brainer. Get yours today. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain for 15% off. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Ooh, this is a little long for this one, but it's a good email. Guy, okay. Let's do this. Guys want to move Convo from dating app to Snapchat how to respond. Okay. This might take some translation from me to you, Greg, but we're going to do this email. Okay. But I, 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 do. I can guarantee it does. I mean, I'm aware that they exist. Yeah, so, I'm not what, that out of the game. I'm where they exist, but yeah, you're going to have to help me, man. But I think this is like from the mouth of babes type of thing. It like not knowing it kind of shows like, Oh, they're definitely doing a and C, you know, like, you know how men work. That's, you know, like that's, that's always the case. Jared, love the podcast. Thanks for the extra quarantine content. Also for empowering women to own their standards and not settle. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not, this was not, this podcast was not started to be a hero, but I appreciate the thank you. Um, please come to my shows. Uh, what's the best way to respond to a guy that asks to move the conversation from a dating app to Snapchat? Or do I just take it as a red flag and stop responding and move on? She gives some background. I'm a 28-year-old female and don't use Snapchat anymore and feel like it's the ultimate casual form of communication. So, Greg, let me explain what she's saying. And and I think this will help. I think the, the terms I give it might help the listener also answer some questions. You have the dating app. You're swiping. You're liking. You're talking on the dating app. You get a little bit of conversation in and there's a point where you can either give your phone number or you can try and connect on social media. And what a lot of guys are doing is they're saying in, it, there's, they're ignoring the fact that they have a phone number where someone can reach them directly and they're saying, let's connect on Snapchat, an app where the messages disappear after you open them. 
and you can send pictures that disappear after you open them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so to me, Snapchat's the land of casual. Yes. And like, especially when you don't have someone somewhere, when you have the ability to take your, here's what Snapchat offers you the ability to do. You can unfollow and block someone on Snapchat. So you can legitimately snatch your number from their phone. So you can disappear a lot easier than if they had your number. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting. I mean, it sounds pretty obvious. Like, it, it, it's all about what she's looking for, man. I mean, it, it, is, she, is she looking for some sort of cheap, uh, cheap fun on, on, uh, over the Internet, which I, I've been in a time where that sounds great. Um, that could be and, anybody. Anybody could want that. That's okay. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But if the, if that's something that that's that's it, it seems like that's exactly what that guy wants, or what the you know the guy is like. Hey, man, I hope she sends me uh, sends me some nude pictures. My yeah. buddy, I won't say his name, a comic, uh, you know, bragged to me uh, back in the day, and he was he was he was kind of a player, but he was like, yeah, um, he's like uh, three texts, uh, three texts, I can I can get a nude picture. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm like shut up man what a like, weird give me, your phone. give me your phone i'm like no you're not doing this with my phone but yeah he said that um and uh you know he's got kids right now so you know he probably doesn't want me to say his name but uh <laughs> well, but, uh, well she, she right she went on to write i assume that any uh guy that wants to snap versus text call isn't looking for anything serious no Re re recently a couple of guys have asked me to move the convo from hinge and bumble to dating apps to snapchat they were both 27 i responded to the most recent guy with snap i think we're looking for different things and he responded with four question marks and i said I'm just not looking for a Snapchat pen pal. He then responded with, you're insane and unmatch me, LOL. I don't really care about this guy specifically and definitely think he's immature if he's going to respond like that. But since this keeps happening, I just want to know your thoughts on the whole situation. So I would, I, I, I would start by saying that the internet is the most easy place to be blissfully naive. So what do I mean by that? You can do this in all forms on the internet. This happens in every form of social media. You post something. Let's say someone posts something and you comment shitty and you don't like the post. And, and then someone writes back and then you write back to them. You go, well, you were kind of shitty. They go, whoa, just joking around with you. It's like, well, you did everything to act shitty. You wrote a shitty comment. You didn't even like what I said. That's the equivalent of just giving me shit. And it's like, this happens at every turn. So what oh. she did, when it, it, all the time, it's passive aggressive, oh, yeah. shitty, blissful naivete. No so accountability. Yeah, no accountability. And nobody takes the loss, ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and it's like, this guy who's like, Hey, let's let me give you your snap. And you said, snap, I think we're looking for different things. That's where she made the wrong decision. You're never you're getting in an argument with someone you don't even know about what they're looking for. And they they there's no loss for them to take. They don't know you. Yeah. They can sit there the whole time going, you know, uh, no, I'm looking for something serious, but I just moved to snap because I like to I don't I don't want to give up my number to just anybody. And it's like we know what you're doing, dude. Yeah. We know what you're doing. It's the same with the people that like, you know, when so it's like when someone says like, oh, I don't wear the mask because I, I have breathing problems. It's like, 
We know what you're doing. <laughs> you're putting up the shield of another health issue. Yeah. Right? We see this stuff with everything. Yeah. Yeah. The guy, the guy, the, you know, I wouldn't have thought the guy was a dirtbag until the two question marks. Then it's like, yes. yeah, okay, man. Now you're a real dirtbag. And uh, he yeah, could have taken the loss. He could have gone, you're right. And then moved on to someone yeah, else. He or said, even... hey, man, I'm sorry. You know what? I it was I was acting like an idiot. What, let's talk or, you know, let me get, give me your phone number. Let's talk. I, you know, because guys will be an idiot sometimes. And sure. if you call on him. But that guy, it, what he did was try to make her feel like she was, uh, you know, like she was weird. Uh, well, <laughs> and, 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 and it's it's a, it's, it's a, a it's Internet dirtbag move. It's the same people. <laughs> That uh, comment on on uh, you know ridiculously negative things on uh, on on somebody's stand up comedy on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, and we see it all the time. Yeah, here's yeah. here's what here's the confusing part about ca about casual sex and men. the The confusing part is that men will work really hard for casual sex. So it's confusing because you're like, why would he do all yeah. this stuff? Oh, man, that's really insightful. <laughs> just to keep me the least responsibility. He, yeah. Men will go to great lengths <laughs> to, to make you an option that they act like they don't care about. Oh, and wow. it happens, right? Like yeah. how many times? Like, And this happens with everything. Oh, I'll move you to Snap. Hey, I think we're looking for different things. What? And it's like, why even say what? You're looking for me to be casual. You're looking for me to send nudes. You're looking for you to, you to not even have my number. Yeah. So it's like, and, and it happens a lot of times where it's like, why will this guy keep texting me? Because he wants you to be a casual option for when he needs you at his convenience. Yeah. yeah. But it's confusing. I could totally understand why someone's like, but he's doing all this stuff. Why would he do all this work to make me casual? And it's like, yeah, because that's the goal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, and, and there may be, uh, you know, there's 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 definitely women out there that are probably like, hey, that's that's a fun game to play. And I totally. don't mean to, yeah, play that man. Play that game. There's a lot of guys that are going to want to play it with you. And it's it's great. Uh, but, but 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 if that's not the game you want to play, I think you're you're really helping her out understanding like they're mostly dirtbags that you're. Yeah. Like, and, and nobody wants to be playing a game they don't know they're playing. Nobody yeah. wants to be nobody wants to be like. Wait a minute! Why are you throwing me a football? I thought we were playing basketball. You know, like like I don't know. We don't even have the pads. Like like it's like that's the same thing for hooking up. Like she is. I think she has to stay. You stay consistent because then if you if you stay consistent, all the weird parts will always just be weird, and you'll know it right away. You know, if she says, "Hey," um, like, and I think the better answer. And not to say she made any mistakes because she didn't talk to this guy, but if she wants an, a less accusatory answer or less of a fight, I would write back, uh, I don't use Snap, but you're welcome to take my number. I'd love to do drinks anytime. You be so easy. And I don't mean easy as in sexually. I mean, the, the move is to be so easy that if someone doesn't take you on a date, they have ulterior motives. Yeah. Like, right? Yes, man. Now, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> J -J I'm going to shut podcast. up on that one because it's no, really, really good it. advice, man. JTrainPodcast J at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com here with Greg Warren. Go right now. The special, Where the Field Corn Grows. It is on Amazon Prime right now. This is a must-watch. 
Go, go, go. GregWarrenComedy.com. If you need help finding it, because you can go to his website. I'm on it right now. It's right on the front page. And it's going to be all over my Instagram, all over the place. Men confuse me. Okay, we got two men here. I met a guy on Bumble last May. I'm 29. He's 33. We talked for a little while. Then he disappeared for two weeks. Thought nothing of it since it was still early on. He returned with, sorry, work has been so busy line. I saw it as a red flag, but I know life happens. We are in weird times, so I continued the conversation. He had been moving back to town, so I suggested we meet up for drinks. He said he was down but would have to wait until he moved into his new place. He had been staying with his parents temporarily. They were high risk for COVID. We set up a date for one and a half weeks out mid-July, then didn't hear from him at all for five days following this. I waited to say something to him and mentioned I felt cautious about him that maybe he wasn't uh, that interested given he went off the grid again. He ensured me he was interested and then started messaging me daily. First date happened. It was great. We had a lot of chemistry. We ended up drinking more than planned. He spent the night, uh, however, didn't he spent the night, however, did not hook up. I told him I wasn't ready for that, and he wasn't and wasn't down for casual hookups anymore. He continued to text me after, and we set up a date for a week after. The night before the date at 9 p.m., rescheduled the date starting. Uh, rescheduled the date stating work had been so busy, and he would like to actually be able to spend time with me. I said, sure, and kept it short. I left for the weekend out of town, messaged him asking if he still wanted to continue dating. He said he thought we should. So then I asked when he wanted to reschedule, and he did not respond back. I messaged him a few days later with small talk. He brought up how he had uh, had to work over the weekend again. So finally, uh, so I finally asked if he had time to date on top of his busy work schedule. He instead left me on red for two days, then responded asking how my vacation was. So he just sees that she's like, when are we going on a date? And then he's like, how's the vacation? Yeah, totally yeah, changed yeah. the subject. I ended things due to the fact that he was putting in minimal effort and that it seemed like we were on different pages. My question is, why did he keep saying he wanted to continue dating? Tell me how much fun he had and message me daily yet have no follow through with in-person dates. What do you think, Greg? I think she uh, she made the uh, absolute right move. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, um, I think and it's uh, as a. Uh, a gender it's not something i'm proud of but sure. I, I think there is with men it's like sort of they do get to the point there's some fun and knowing like hey i think that this could happen there's a thrill there's that thrill of i think we could make this and and sometimes that thrill uh is um is a bigger thrill to some guys than the actual you know the actual dating and and the let's let's the actual action of getting together and dating you know i I couldn't agree more. Like I, I, I read this email and I've been the guy. Yeah. Like there, there's no, right. Have you? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. And absolutely. I, as I'm hearing this, I'm like, Oh, what a, what a jerk I was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a long time ago, but I'm like, sure. Yeah, you, you don't want any part of this guy, man. And the other thing is he may not be a bad guy, but he, he sounds like a guy that doesn't know what he wants. He doesn't Absolutely. know what he wants. He's confused and doesn't know what he wants. And, you know, again, life is short. Um, Move and, on. And if you're somebody that uh, doesn't really care to be involved with somebody like that, then then move on. There's a lot of other people. And well, you don't, you do have a, a little a limited time to sort of be in your dating prime. Go, go hook up with somebody else. You know, there's yeah, another that guy that is going to see you and be like, 
this is what I want. And if you like that guy, he's going to zoom in and, uh, you know, that, that's the guy. I think it's so interesting what you said as far as the thrill. Yeah. The thrill of some of a woman interested in you. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, I know there's going to be a lot of eye rolling about what I'm about to say, but I, I think women get a lot of credit for societal shit. And I'm not, uh, uh, and credit's probably the wrong word, but like societal stuff, like that we always give women um, kind of the, well, the rom-coms are so confusing and Disney movies, they, they, made, they made this seem like a fairy tale. And I don't disagree with any of that. I think that's all, uh, I think that's all like reasonable responses. I think men never get those types of, childhood things and one of the things is that like your whole like post pubescent life like from 13 on is like are you gonna get a girl is a girl gonna be say yes to you are you gonna are you, are you gonna make you know go ask her out uh will she dance with me uh who's the first guy that had sex who's the first who are the guys that you know and all of that kind of plays into this where because what you said the word thrill made me kind of think of this i'm like yeah i've been in that situation where i'm the guy that went on the one date and she was nice but i don't know what i want but i don't but i do like i do know that like having a girl like me is a better position than having no girl at all so i'll just keep on keeping on and and it's a it's a little similar to the last email where we talked about like you know keeping options and working hard to have nothing, (laughs) you know, working hard to have casual. This is working hard to have any amount of attention, which we're kind of brought up trained to do. Yeah, that's that man. Yeah, it is. It's that it's just that It's, it's like gameify. It's game a of game, it. man, it's the, and it's and it starts off as like you don't even know why. It, it's like oh, this is the goal. This is the thing, and it's it seems like such a, especially when you're talking about the the age that you're, you're like thirteen or fourteen. You're first started aware of it, and it seems like it seems about as likely as being president the next year. You know, like that you're gonna <laughs> hook up with a girl. It's like that's yeah. insane. I remember I had a friend, and it this he was like he he was we were real young and he wound up having sex you know and he, and he i talked to him now he's like god that was just ridiculous i can't believe that i was doing that and i can't believe she was doing that and her parents let us be alone you know the world you know it was a couple of bad situations but man when that guy talked back then you know when we were like 13 or 14 when he talked he, he was a prophet man yeah he, he was a prophet because yeah. it's just this thing that seems crazy in life like there's a girl i'm gonna actually get to touch a girl or sure. see a girl or she likes so i think that kind of hangs around for a really long time and, and then I, it I is part I, of it man and i think what what you and i are saying what greg and i are saying isn't an apology for it i think we're just giving kind of like you know in the same way like this isn't an excuse to act this way no we're kind of we're, we're just giving the weather and telling you yeah. why it's raining and to bring an umbrella like this is <laughs> and to be aware of it to be just aware that like in the same way that like a lot of people want to get married because they saw Cinderella and they saw the the magic slipper 
there's an element of that to to young boys growing into men too. And yeah. uh, the, I think it's something to think about. Yeah, and I and I think there's you know an element of women probably that that, that are like, hey, I'm I'm game. I want to play that guy. You know, sure, I, the, the, I want to do. The, the, but it doesn't sound like she's she's that girl. And the, she doesn't say, yeah. Did exactly the right thing by kind of separating herself from this guy. It's not. It's, this is. This is not the you guy. Didn't, you didn't lose a good hand. No, this was a, exactly. This was you did a, not. You <laughs> lost nothing, man. Nothing. This guy and and this guy may. He, I, he's going to be me probably at some point. It, it could be in a couple of years. It could be in, in two weeks. He's like, God, what was I thinking, man? You know, I, I, I that that was the girl, and I was just, what was I thinking? You know, and Greg, it could I, happen. I have, a, I have a feeling you're going to get a few DMs from some of our older listeners that are looking, you know, to meet a nice guy. I think you're going to get. <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling. I, I'm putting that word out there. This Gay is train just, just to be out. That is to be clear. This is not why I did this podcast. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's my buddy Jared because, that I haven't seen in a while. <laughs> <laughs> because we wanted to hang out, and I want you all to watch his special right now. Go, go, go. GregWarrenComedy.com. Where the field corn grows on Amazon Prime. At GRockWarren on Instagram. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Hiring can be difficult, but if you're a company that's currently trying to hire, you face new difficulties from safely reopening your doors to finding the right person for a pivotal role. Product Fulfillment Solutions was one such company. They needed to hire an organized, detail-oriented executive assistant, so they turned to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology finds people with the right skills and experience for your job. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And that's how Product Fulfillment Solutions found Christina Romboletti for their executive assistant role. Christina lost her job during COVID-19, so she created a profile on ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter identified her as a great match for the product fulfillment solutions role and sent her the sent them to her profile. Then the CEO reached out to Christina and invited her to apply to the job. She applied and quickly became a top candidate. Two days later, she was hired. ZipRecruiter helped Christina find the right job, and they helped Products Fulfillment Solutions find the right person for their role fast. See how ZipRecruiter can help you hire. Try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. Let's do one more email. Does okay, that sound good? I just got to say one thing. It just occurred to me when you said that after everything we've been saying about sort of the, uh, like, um, uh, the awful minds of men, some women are like, oh, wait a minute. This was all something they set up so he could uh, start dating again. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is all the plan. I actually He's a derelict up- just like he was when he was 20 and just like these guys. <laughs> Jared set up a podcast seven years ago to get Greg Warren laid. It's crazy. What a what a long game he played. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's play. Let's do one more email. Okay. I like this. Non-dating. Female friendship advice question. Okay? I love a friendship advice question. I love all... I, I do love the dating questions, but the lifestyle ones, I'm always going to choose. I just love a lifestyle. Love the podcast and your Instagram. I especially loved the women who are married for two years giving advice to their single friends. Oh, I did a video. I'm on... If you're listening right now, I'm on TikTok, at uh, Wizard of Ha. Uh, go go follow. Is that the one it's, where you were in the wig or whatever? Yeah, yeah I was wearing yeah, the towel yeah, yeah, as a yeah, hair. Yeah, 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 I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure if this is too much of a chick problem. Well, I think they're all people problems, but was looking for your advice. 
How do I communicate to my friend that from my point of view, our friendship has felt very one-sided? I've been upset with her and feel myself being passive-aggressive, and she's been asking me what's wrong, and I'm not sure how to approach the subject. So the friend knows something's up, is what she's saying. So this girl has been a good friend of mine since college for about six years, and I feel I'm always coming to her, and I wish she would show me show more interest in my life the way I show interest in hers. I also add that I'm truly not a needy person and have never felt this way in a friendship before. To give you a better understanding for the dynamic, here are a few examples of things she's done. When I lived in Boston, I would travel from Boston to New York for her birthday weekend almost every for her birthday weekend almost every weekend for the past two years. Okay, so she went two years. Uh, she forgot about my birthday and texted me two days later. Sorry, I forgot about your birthday. Happy birthday. Never let's, uh, never let's get drinks. Let's get dinner, etc. It seems she can never make it to my birthday dinner, but you think she'd do something for me given the support I've shown her on her birthdays. She invites me to her beach house, and I always go and have a great time. I've expressed so many times that I want her to come visit me at my parents' beach house. This is the most J-Train podcast email ever. Dueling beach houses. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but when I I, <laughs> I want her to come visit my parents' beach house. <laughs> Someone's listening to this like and is just so angry. She t- <laughs> she tells me to give her a date. She says she's coming. The Friday she was supposed to get there, I text her, ask what time she was coming, and I get a sorry, can't make it anymore. Blows me off, doesn't even have the decency to let me know ahead of time. She blows me off like that a lot. When she moved to a new place in New York, I came from Boston where I used to live to her housewarming because I knew how excited she was about the new place and somehow she never has time to come see mine ever, though I've invited her multiple times. I'll also add that I moved to New York City about a year ago. I live on the Upper East Side and she's on the Upper West Side, so it's not like it's a hike. Oh, so she won't even come see her apartment in New York. There are other uh, stories across the park, man. That's that's uh, a yeah, yeah. I, I hear you, <laughs> but I, there are other stories like this. But I think you get the trend. Yeah. It's important to add that these things individually I can let go, but it's uh, the cumulative effect of those amongst many others that make me feel like she's been a shitty friend to me, especially lately. I also feel like this is a conversation that needs to happen because I think she's honestly oblivious to it. Again, love the podcast. You're the best, Greg Warren. How do you think she approaches this? Have you dealt with a friendship like this? Do you kind of see where she's coming from? Sure, sure, man. I mean, I don't know if uh, my approach is the right one, but I'll tell you the one that I've typically taken with that. Like, and, you, and this is how you—you've been in this situation before. Well, you, where you, you feel all of the, us have been in situations. It, it, it's just human nature. Like, there, yeah. there's always like somebody's like, "Hey, maybe I'm putting more into this friendship or uh, than than that person is," uh, and. Um, one of the things I've learned in life is it's uh, it's kind of cool to have people that aren't like your best friends in the world. <laughs> like, and, and okay. you know, like, like, I, like, so I, I, I kind of like you think, hey, this person's like, you know, you get a couple of really, really great friends and you're not going to have a whole lot more than that. Sure. And then sometimes you're like, hey, this person right here, I sort of ex- I, I feel like we're like really close and you somebody you talk to all the time. And then, you know, you realize, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe we're not. Um, mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you're not friends with them anymore. You, you know, it doesn't, you, yeah. you, you, you can have a good time. You can see each other every now and then you can talk on the phone. Um, and if, uh, and I like having friends with like that. I actually do. Like I, mm-hmm. I kind of enjoy like 
yeah, we're not the closest people in the world, but uh, I can think of like sev- several people are like, yeah, I, 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 I call them up every, you know, five times a year and it's really cool talking to them or if, if I'm sure. in town or, you know, we hang out. Um, and this may be one of those people. This may not be one of your best friends. Uh, also, fr- friendships change over time. Yeah. Someone that you're really close with during one period of your life just becomes a friend in another period. It's, 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 it, and that's okay. Um, it's also nice to know. It's also sometimes you know what someone is. Like there's certain friends that I'm not going to go to for a call to listen to certain things in my life. Right. There's, you know, there's, there's other friends that I'm not going to ask for a ride somewhere. Yeah. Or I'm not going to or depend on. And, yeah. And, you know what that's interesting though is like, um, Sometimes those mix and match because it's like this person, like, for example, the, the, the girl that we're, we're talking about, maybe this person isn't the kind of person that is she's going to flake on you. Like I have friends yeah. that are just like they just flake. And I've learned it's not necessarily personal. It's just it's something in their psych, psyche. It's in their DNA. They flake, you know, mm-hmm. and um, but they might be the the person believe it or not that like hey my husband just left me i really need to talk to somebody that might be the person that's like the the best person to talk you to know, in a crisis you, you know you know and you never know until you don't know the, but um yeah. this doesn't yeah, this sounds like somebody that's gonna flake it sounds like something and they may be slightly nar- narcissistic they may not sure. be um and i think you and i have probably as entertainers you you deal with it sometimes because like i have friends that have gotten extremely famous, like like, and they're mm-hmm. they're, they're like their career goes in the stratosphere, and it's a weird thing. And and some of my friends will be like, "Oh, that guy didn't even talk to you hardly anymore. He must be no, he's okay. He's a good guy. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. you don't understand what it's like for that. Like there's there's that you you just sort of get sucked into this whole vortex. And um, I I hope that I wouldn't. It, it might happen to me. It's some you know like if if I get that level of fame, there's probably some friends that I would not. I hate to say this, but it's like I, I probably wouldn't be as good to as I should, you know? Yeah, it's it's I think the the example of like friends of yours, like getting certain levels of fame and then and then, you know, you'll have you'll have other people kind of ask you, they'll go, well, how come what are they going to do for you? And you're yeah, like, well, that's uh, not that's not no. what it's that's not why I'm friends with that person. No, that's not. Yeah. You know, that wasn't kind of that's not how it works. Yeah, and, I know. I know a couple of people like, hey. Am I going to go out? What are they going to do for my career? Probably nothing. But yeah. if I called them and said, hey, man, I just had this horrible thing happen in my family or something like those guys would be like, hey, wh- what do you want to talk about? I mean, like, let, to- what, what can I do? You know, exactly. Uh, they yeah. they fill a different place. And it, yeah. I think like I think sometimes um, and, and it feels like this woman who wrote in where I, you used a word to describe the, the friend, quote unquote, narcissism. It sounds like your friends like up her own ass a little bit. And, and, and she might come to realize that yeah. and she might make a change and go, you know what? I wasn't really a great friend. And I think sometimes with friendships, she's asking you, she wrote in the beginning of this, um, not sure if this is too much of a chick problem, but was looking for your advice. Um, I've, I've been upset with her and feel myself being passive aggressive. And she's been asking me what's wrong. I think she's got this woman. You need to pick up the phone and say, Hey, I've been acting weird to you. Um, we should get together and talk. I just got to get yeah. some things off my chest. And yeah. it doesn't have to be a 
Real Housewives moment made for Bravo. And I think that's the, I think you can say to someone, hey, it feels like this relationship's a little one-sided. I'm going to pull back a little. Um, And you don't have to give like the litany. You don't have to give like the resume of why she's a shitty friend. You could just say, you know, like like to say in my pool house, you never called. And, you know, like, because that makes it sound small. And it's like, all you're looking is for someone to care about you the way you care about them. And I think you can say like, hey, it just feels more and more that I'm trying really hard to keep us as friends and and I'm your sidekick in the movie. And I'm not really the, you know, I'm not a main character in your life. And that's so and that's okay, but I I I'm not going to put as much effort into it. And and I I don't think there has to be like an anger said with it. I think that's my biggest advice is like you can look at someone and go Hey, I just I'm I I'm sorry. I, you could apologize. Like I I think saying like I'm sorry. I've been acting shitty because, you know, there's been a few instances where like it hasn't felt like you've been a friend to me. And and then if they might go, well, fuck you. I've been a friend. You know, and if they react that way, then you got to take time away from each other. Or they might look inward and they might go, wow, I never really thought of it. Is is, is there an example? Well, then you can go well. You canceled Let me get my on list the, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you roll down the CVS <laughs> no. uh, receipt, but then you can kind of go. Well, there was this one time that I felt really badly when, and and then now you're talking, and but again, this is all. This uh, to me, this sounds like you, you know two friends that are growing up, and one you're growing up and becoming self-realized as a person, and maybe this person hasn't done that yet. You know. Yeah, man, I I uh, I go. I don't have a whole lot to add. I think. I mean, I think. I, yeah, think, I, think, I, I think you said it, man. I mean, I think. I, um, the, the old, and I'll add again. I always feel like I always, you know, like have empathy for people um, <laughs> because it's like if that turns out to be the case, like this is not you, by the way. There's there's other friends, and there's totally. and like, like it's just no reflection of you. It's it it in. Who, and think of your favorite people. Think of your favorite, whoever you look up to. They've been that person that you are in, in, in some relationship. I mm. promise. No matter how much you think their life is together, they've, they've also been that person. You know? She might have her. And, and, and on the other side of it, she has her own shit going on. You don't know what the problem is. But I think saying to her, like, I don't hate you for it, but I'm seeing, I'm feeling like, don't make it. You did this. You did that. I think it's. I'm feeling a little bit, yeah. uh, you know, lacking from the friend department. I'm going to put my energies elsewhere because I'm giving a lot of energy to this that isn't being, you know, given back. Yeah, I guess you know, my and, only question is, do, do you think, should you have that conversation or should you just pull back? That's the, that's And I don't know the answer to that, man. I think because she's asking what's wrong. Yeah. You say, hey, I just want to get this out there. I don't want to be passive aggressive. And I would apologize for being passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah, man. I'd be like, hey, I'm really sorry. I've been acting shitty towards you. And the reason is um, it feels like there's been a few situations where you're uh, that I can't count on you as a friend. And because of that, I'm going to pull back. And it's yeah. like, and, and then you say, it's really, you know, I'm not mad at you. I'm just going to put yeah. my energies elsewhere. That's right. And, and. I think coming at it with like over emotion is what like confuses things because you just put it in me terms. I'm not feeling great. Every time we hang out, it feels like I'm the one running towards you. And, you know, so you're and, saying and, you're saying confront it like an adult 
Yeah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and be, you know, uh, admit some of your own failures rather than like, uh, you know, have these imaginary conversations in your head where you plot against this person because yeah, uh, that, 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 I don't think that's going to help. <laughs> I think I've been I've, I think I've been both, you know, <laughs> I've been both. I've been both. Greg Warren, thank you for coming on. This, oh, is, fantastic. this is great, man. This is great. I enjoyed so, it. So great to have you on. Everyone go follow Greg on Instagram at G Rock Warren. It's all over my Instagram. Go watch the special. Do yourself a favor. See a great special. Greg is a fantastic comedian. I love watching him on stage. It's called Where the Field Corn Grows. It's on Amazon Prime. Make a night of it. Get your friends together. Go, go, go right now. Where the Field Corn Grows, Amazon Prime. Greg, thank you for coming on. Hey, buddy. I loved it, man. Thanks a lot. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. I'm Jared Freed. We're here Mondays and Thursdays. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friend. We'll be back next episode. Boom!